listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John and Bemba here, James Grande, on a Thursday evening to preview Friday's 11-game NBA DFS main slate. James, you are the guy on the playbook that gets to break down this wonderful guy here. Uh, you did the 13-gamer on Wednesday, so hey, what, 11 games, no sweat, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh uh, Yeah, no sweat. Welcome back, Nikola Jokic and Nikola Jokic's brothers. Welcome back to the party because uh, you're 11-7 on DraftKings and it's going to be hard to play you. But welcome back anyway. Um, yeah, it should be a fun slate. Uh, a lot of a lot of totals already, John, and I feel like we haven't been getting many for next day. But we also don't have like a ton of injury news. And if we have injury news, it's already out. Like there's just a whole bunch of guys already ruled out right now. Knicks Hornets two twenty four and a half. That should be interesting because the Hornets don't play any defense. Blazers Rockets two twenty three and a half. That should be fun because neither of those teams play any defense. Timberwolves Lakers two twenty four. Anthony. The best player in the league, Edwards, coming up 48. Uh, it's seven threes, man. Seven threes, 224 in that game. Lakers only three-point favorites to at home against the Timberwolves, who have lost six in a row, just to show you where the Lakers are currently. So we have some some fun totals already. And then you have the Pistons and the Cavs at 203. So on these bigger slates, when you see something like that, and I'm not saying don't play Cavs and Pistons, but really really try hard to limit your exposure because that is a disgusting total. And if it holds true at 203, currently the under is favorited in Vegas, John, you're not, there are not going to be many winning lineups with people from that game. Like if you want to play Ricky Rubio, fine. He's great. Maybe Jared Allen. Cause Detroit misses a billion shots. Yeah. If you want to play Jared Allen, fine. But like, please, if like, if there's one thing you take away from this pod, it's like, you see a Vegas total like that, please be underweight in terms of exposure on that game. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, well, let's kick it off. Uh, point guard spot. Again, James, we talked about this on the last big slate on Wednesday, the pricing on a lot of these guys. It was difficult to build a DraftKings because of how expensive everybody is. And just an overview for this slate in general, there is currently one, two, three, four, five, six, six players in total over $11,000. Giannis is 12K. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players over 10K. So the, the field, a lot of high expensive price players and a lot of them at the point guard spot where there's five players over $10,000. Lamelo's at 9.9, nine, Lillard's at 9.8. Like we talked a lot, a lot last week or the other day rather about where to spend up at point guard. We identified a few guys we liked, but... Someone like a Harden, you don't play at 10-4. Iffy against against Chicago at 11-6. You're probably going back to the Westbrook well and maybe, you know what, Morant at their at their prices again? Yeah, you're definitely going Westbrook. Definitely going Morant. No Dylan Brooks. And Phoenix is not the same defensive unit as they were. I'm kind of, I know it's painful. I'm kind of okay with say Harden. No, not Luka. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm I I'm not paying. But Harden, it's a really good matchup, and like in he 30 needs minutes, triple double to get. He needs to triple double. But like, look at the numbers. The last like six games, we've gotten three triple doubles over that span. Two. So we've gotten over the last six games, he's had a double or triple double in all but one, right. and in those games, he's had 44 or more fantasy points. 
So total shots is just what bothers me. Yeah, right? the shots the shots are definitely down, no doubt. So you're spending you're spending ten four on a guy that is you know averaging over the last four games twelve shots a game, thirteen yeah. shots a game maybe at best, and that's only because there's the outlier game in there where he took twenty. The other ones were 11, 11, and 10. So, like I said, he needs to get you the triple-double in order that to happen. But it is the Pelicans. So, it's a matchup where that certainly could end up playing. Thoughts on, on LaMelo here. 9,900 going up against the Knicks. We talk about that defense. Tibbs benched the entire starting unit the other day. But that just means Derrick Rose comes on the floor. So, like... Yeah. yeah, I know it wasn't a great matchup for – it wasn't a great performance out of LaMelo, which should have been a great spot against Memphis, but this is an opportunity for him to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, I think at this price, and if we get him at this price, I think it just is one of those things where he's going to be a tournament play, and that's just what he's going to be. It's a great matchup. The game environment's great. It's currently the highest total on the board. So I think it's a tournament play. Um, he was he nearly notched another triple double. He's obviously looking for it because the offense has been running better when he's assisting the way he is and when he's crashing the board the way he is. So look for Lamelo to keep flirting with these triple doubles, and I think that's what makes him a tournament play only. What about the next tier uh, below them? Lillard's at nine eight, Trey Young at nine six, Monte nine four in the nine K range. But I mean again, there, it's a large slate, so there's a lot of guys here like Chris Paul, SGA. Yeah, and Fox, you know, like where where is your next tier begin after those those top price guys? Um, I like Dejounte over Lillard and Trey Young. Like, like we we've talked about this a couple times. Like, dude, Trey Young doesn't do anything but score and he and assist. He doesn't average a steal per game. He only averages three rebounds per game. It's just not what we're looking for at his price tag. Like, I'm. I just don't feel like there's any upside when he's anywhere over 9K, honestly. Like, it's just so until that point, I'm not going to pay Trey. Lillard's been better. Um, still not going to go there at this price. So I'm going to go DeJounte, who is constantly doing everything. I mean, he had 26 actual and then had a down game rebounding, technically, by the by the stats by the way the stats read, and had seven assists. He's averaging over eight a game. So I like Murray quite a bit against Dallas. And then the next tier... It's probably the 6K range, right? Well, I think it's been the De'Aaron Fox show with Halliburton out of the lineup. And Halliburton is listed questionable. So that's some news that we need. Uh, If Halliburton sits... Once again, I'm definitely interested in, in Darren Fox, but you're largely correct. It's after that, it's, I don't know, even, is it even the 6K? Like, I'm looking after, where would I go next? Rubio, he's safe. Like, he had eight turnovers, so that's like an anomaly. He's safe. I, I don't yeah. think there's like a lot of upside at this price, which was my problem on Wednesday. But I think that he is a nice cash game play without Jalen Brown on the lineup. You trust Rubio off the bench against against Detroit? He's pretty good, man. He, like he's just—it's weird. Like he's just scoring. If he's gonna score and, and give us all these peripheral stats, then yeah, I'm fine with it because I mean he's averaging over thirty, uh, nearly thirty-two fantasy points a game. 
back-to-back games with 20 or more with no Sexton. Like, they're just reliant upon his scoring right now. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would play Rubio 5,700. His FanDuel price is 59, and I would probably play that as well. Okay. Five K guards here. How would you rank them? Davion Mitchell, Monty Morris, Patrick Beverly. Davion Mitchell, Monty Morris, Patrick Beverly. Uh, not so much Morris, I think, with Jokic back. Davion Mitchell, I would prefer. Obviously, Halliburton being out. Buddy Heald status yet? Buddy Heald is no. Doesn't look like there's any injury. He had left with an injury. I guess he came back in that game. Maybe he came back in. Yeah, he did. He did finish that game. But okay. so there's no. He has no injury designation as of uh, right now. Okay. And then Beverly. I mean, 34 minutes. He just missed the shots. The only problem is like the foul trouble can definitely. I will say Beverly and Westbrook have bad blood. So maybe this is a game that he gets thrown out of. Because if he's guarding Westbrook for 35 minutes, him and Westbrook might throw hands. Right. The, the gloves, he re- literally was the reason why Westbrook tore his meniscus in the playoffs years back. Um, and they always, I mean, they're two of the more aggressive human beings, not just like in basketball, just like <laughs> human beings. So I think he's fine. Just, I definitely think there's like, some weird possibility that he gets thrown out of the game just because that's like the person he is. Yep, I hear that. Shooting guard again. We we haven't really paid this price for Booker. He's ninety five hundred, but it is Memphis. We've talked a lot about mm-hmm. Memphis this year defensively. We've talked about them against three pointers. They're just terrible. Is this a spend up spot for you when it comes to? I probably I didn't mention Chris Paul. Like I know you said, I'd probably be more inclined to play Chris Paul than I would Booker. Okay. I don't. I don't think I, we need to go there, especially when Frank the Tank is scoring 30 actual a game. Right. That's true. That is true. Next grouping, CJ McCollum is at 82. And Edwards still at 8,100. Zach Levine's <laughs> at 8K. And then Will, Will the Throw Barton, I think we throw back in there at 69. Yeah, definitely Barton. I Even even with Jokic back, he, he's been really good with you. 36 more fancy points in four straight, and he's been in, Jokic has played in three of them. My question is, John, it's an 11-game slate, right? What is Anthony Edwards' ownership at a hundred dollar increase against a struggling Lakers team? Like, what is what is twenty two percent? What are the what does the public think of Edwards here at eighty one hundred? It's got to be high, I would think. So I think twenty percent, twenty two percent. He's eighty one on both sites. Probably, probably. He's thirty five dollars on Yahoo. That's the most expensive shooting guard on the slate. Like I would go there. I, I he like it's not like he wasn't in my play. He was in my playbook the other day. I just he hadn't shown the upside. He was just right. so he proved me wrong and he showed a lot of upside. Zach Levine in cash. Yeah, Zach Levine in cash. Yep, super super good price. Super or not super good price, but like super safe at this price tag. Grouping below, we didn't we didn't want to pay for Giddy at that price. I was still skeptical at it. Gave you 35 DraftKings points because he did <laughs> he does what he does, right? 12 rebounds, nine yeah. assists, three of ten shooting, back to back games, three of ten shooting for him. The offense is the offense is what needs to come for him, but he has everything else. So Sacramento matchup for him here, 6400. 
Any interest at all? I'd probably, if I wanted exposure to the Thunder, I'd play SGA on FanDuel. He's 79. That's okay. probably where I would get my exposure. SGA's gone over 40 fantasy points in four straight and in five of six. I don't think I would pay 65 for Giddy. I know what you're saying, and I think that's great. He's 6K on FanDuel. Maybe that's another place you'd you'd rather play him. I mean, yeah. anytime someone's cheaper on FanDuel, you just take note. So maybe over on FanDuel, I'd get more exposure to the OKC guards because you mentioned it, it is a good matchup for them. Yep. Cade's price keeps rising. Yeah, because he's good. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, He's getting better. I mean, the shooting has gotten significantly better. And like I said, from the freaking start, he is not shying away from shooting the basketball in the slightest bit. Now, again, this game has a 203 total. How much exposure do you want? How many How many lineups are you going to fall on, Cade? I don't know. If you're yeah. building 10, 2, 3. Yeah, I guess, like, I look at the game total, but I still, what's, what's it, what do we have, do we have his usage? His usage rate, yeah, I can pull it up. If you want to maybe go talk about Grayson Allen against your Celtics, because he's really good. Yeah, Grayson Allen's hitting threes again, 10 threes over the last two games on 20 attempts, so 50% from three over the last two. Three-point attempts for Grayson Allen last four, 11, 9, 8, 9. He's hit 5, 5, 3, and 6, so the dude is out there chucking. Uh, he's playing the Chris Middleton role, basically, in yep. this offense right now. Yeah, I I think your Celtics are going to have a trouble guarding him on the three-point line with no Jalen. What do you think Cade's usage rate is, John, if you had to just take a random guess? 27%. 29.3. Huh? 29.3.9 fantasy points per minute. And that's with 1 of 8, 2 of 14 starting the year. Still averaging 0.9 fantasy points per minute. It's... He's really good, man. There's a reason why he's number one. There's a reason why they've been more competitive. I know, like, it was against Houston, but they were competitive against Philly. They were competitive against Brooklyn. Cade's really good, so. How do you, you feel about, like, Melton and Bain here against Phoenix There's no with no Brooks being available? Yeah, so I think I think that's a really interesting, really interesting because their price is depressed because – the expectation that Brooks is going to be back. Melton, Melton's 48. What's Bain? Because I know he's 49. Or... Yeah, both in play. Firmly, both both firmly in play. Uh, is it chasing Lou Dort? I mean, I know he had a big game the other day, but he's been pretty steady lately. <laughs> I don't think it's chasing because it's Sacramento. I don't think it's chasing because it's Sacramento. Okay. Uh, any other value guys here at shooting guard for you? You ch- uh, chase Kelly Oubre at 44. I mean, I played Kelly Oubre this late before. I told you I was all over Kelly Oubre, and he... Goes for 13 13 minutes, 13 fantasy points. So, like, again, we had a question about it in the seasonal discord. It's like, oh, Kelly Oubre. Like, dude, you don't trust Kelly. You can't trust Kelly Oubre. He's, I mean, just look at the minutes this year. Like, it just tells you all. So, if you want to play him in a tournament, fine. If you want to do, like, a little game stack of that Knicks-Hornets game, sure. But other than that, you can't, you can't go there. The... I mean, I think we go back to the well in Atlanta, dependent on. I just looked at status. both Bogdan and Horder. Both are, I mean, Bogdan and Hunter both are questionable. Yeah, so I mean, their news is obviously a big factor on this slate because we saw Kevin Horder just go absolutely <laughs> bananas. I mean, um, that dude did not miss a shot against Utah. Right, twenty-eight actual. So like, he's still four K. So obviously, we'd go there, but. 
Cam Reddish was very good in his own right. He and he's only 3,900. So um, if they both sit again, I think they're both firmly in play. I, I know Denver is a tough place to play and whatever, but they're very cheap. They're going to be very popular value. And, and plus the value around them, you're not chasing Avery Bradley. I get it, but you're not chasing the Avery Bradley. I know, I know that hurts you, John, inside. Cause, <laughs> uh, it doesn't but... hurt me. I'm fine with not chasing it. <laughs> but I, I want to know what you thought of. Malik Monk played 35 minutes the other day, right? $3,600. Yeah. Eddie Osman played 30 minutes, $3,800. I think the, so the Lakers situation is interesting because they placed Reeves or the, the rookie, Austin Reeves. He got hurt and he's been playing literally 20 to 25 minutes every game. So there is definitely a case for Malik Monk in this spot. Definitely a case. We saw him start without LeBron. And it's not like he started in this game, but he is also very volatile. So would I play Malik Monk in cash if he was not starting? No. Is he probably going to start? No. So to answer your question, I may not Malik Monk in tournaments, but you have to understand there is a very low floor. But also, 3,600, that floor would not kill you in tournaments either. The other guy I want to throw out here, and I mentioned him on the, on the podcast the other day, and he's actually cheaper than he was when I talked about him. Josh Richardson played 33 minutes. <laughs> he's played 33 and 31 the last two games. He's 22 and 28 fantasy points. He's $3,300. And there's still no Jalen Brown. I said I think Richardson would be a guy that would be someone that would get a minutes bump. That appears to be the case here. Brown got hurt in that Dallas game. And I said, he didn't start. He played 33 off the bench against Toronto. $3,300 punt, Josh Richardson. I, I think that's. I think there's a path here for him. Yeah, I do too. And I never, I guess like my question was like, what happened to him from like the time that he left Miami? Because he was a really good basketball player. He went, he, he went to a bunch of teams that didn't need him to Philly, be the guy. Right, bad, bad, bad place in Philly where they needed him to be like, he was their only guy that could spread the floor when they got Horford. Not and, really a floor spreader. And he's not, and he's not a floor spreader. I mean, he's he's someone who can attack the basket, hit mid range jumpers. Yeah, John, I, I think you're onto something. And Milwaukee was looking. They they've gotten better. They're eighth in defensive rating this since the start of November, but they're fifteenth on the year. I, not having Middleton hurts. Not having Brook Lopez hurts defensively. He's going to see a lot of Grayson Allen. He's going to see Connaughton. So. I think it's a good matchup, 3,300. I'm with you. I, I think that's a sneaky good value. Shooting guard has some sneaky good values here. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about Garrett Temple yet, but he played 29 minutes. He made my he made my almost playbook the other day because yeah. he's been starting. Uh, it's going to be contingent on the Ingram thing because Ingram practiced today, and if he plays, he's currently listed as questionable, but he practiced in full on Thursday, so... Definitely a little concerning, uh, or definitely a little like I expect Ingram to play, and if he does, I have I'd rather play all the other guys we mentioned than Temple. Sure. Small four. Kevin Durant's eleven one. I imagine that's a nope. Thirty actual, and then thirty seven fantasy points. Not not that I expect him to grab five rebounds. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you can. I don't think it's like the most appealing play though. Uh, Jason Tatum and no Jalen Brown, another yep. fifty point game. Yep. I played him in a couple. I played him in one of my lines on. Uh, Wednesday, and he was really good everywhere except scoring, which we know he that's where he thrives. So I think this could be 
on a good spot because he's just going to – he's just commands such a high usage and he's going to have the ball in his hands 24-7. So I do think we could play Tatum at 10 months. Run it back with Harry Barnes at 74. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. If there's no Halliburton, I, I can get behind it. It's a, it's a good spot. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. And I, I, he's absolutely correct. You, you crush me, Harry B. But 7,400, literally the only time he's been bad all year. He's averaging 40 fantasy points a game. So, yeah, I'm in on uh, Harry B here. What are we supposed to make of Gordon Hayward? He has four 20-plus actual games out of the last five. I mean, he's, he's we know he's good. It's not like there's just a lot of... This like, is the cheapest price tag he's been all year. He's, been, he's coming off... Coming off you know, four of five, points. four of five with over 30 fantasy points and 40 last game. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's the best total, right? It's the best total on the board. And he's in a good rhythm right now, getting to the foul line, hitting threes. They just, there's like breakouts that are happening that we're just like forgetting about Gordon Hayward, but they paid this man the max contract. Like he right. is going to be involved, whether we're we, all, we're all enamored with what Bridges has been doing. Right. Gordon's quietly just. Putting yeah, up 20 points a night. For $1,500 cheaper every slate. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm down with Gordon Hayward, 66. I think it's more uh, probably cashy at this price, but I think it's it. I think it's very. You mentioned top total. We haven't really mentioned any Knicks yet, though. Does Barrett make a list for you at all? Yeah. If you want to play Kemba, I think he's fine. We didn't talk about Kemba. Barrett's tournaments only, though. Like, the, the floor has been significant significantly lower than like any other nick and at 65 we can't be getting 13 fantasy points in, in cash games so tournaments only for me for for old rjb it's uh sad that our guy norm powell is dealing with a quad injury because uh, 5500 against houston would have been a lock and load play i yep. think for us but instead i mean jay sean dates listed as a small forward here thoughts on on tate and this matchup against portland yep I don't know why his price isn't going up, but it's not. So just keep attacking that because we're just going over 30 fantasy points. We're getting upside every slate. I mean, even at even on the in the games where he's not giving upside, we're getting a 5x return. Like it's five straight games of 25 or more fantasy points, three of the five over 30, four of the five games over 30 minutes. Just checking all the boxes right now. 100% checking all the boxes for sure. Any excuse me, anybody else here that you're taking a look at? Kyle uh, Anderson. Yeah, Anderson with no Brooks, I think. And he played 24 minutes with Dylan Brooks, which I find interesting. If you want to chase Patty Connaughton, he's going to let you down. But if you want to chase him, <laughs> like Gary, I mean, it's just, it's so yeah. money in the bank that he's going to let you down. But like, I'm not going to mention him at 4K. Like it's, and then how many minutes did a Coral? If Powell's out, and then Nazir Little. Yeah. 3,200. Does Porter, I mean, does Howell being out, make you any more interested in like McCollum or Lillard or does that not have any impact? For uh, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been playing McCollum over Lillard all season. So I'd probably go maybe that direction. Okay. I just, cause I'm trying to see like the, we've been talking about, I've been talking about a lot in discord recently. It's like when someone's out, we, it's so easy to just talk about like that, the direct, sub and in this case sure like little's actually a decent little player he's 3200 he's already in the rotation but we've i just seen want... him start we've seen him be successful right. in starting I, i'm just talking like in terms of like impact elsewhere i just curious to 
see if you would think that there's like an impact elsewhere other than just his. Well, I mean, it's fair. We can, yeah. uh, we can. Yeah, uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo, thanks. All right, so McCollum leads in pretty much every category. Usage rate, 32.8 to Lillard's 30.2. 1.26 fantasy points per minute for McCollum. John, five. This is a significant, this is significant numbers for McCollum, so um, good on you for mentioning it. 5% usage bump for McCollum. Nobody else over 2%. 0.19 fantasy point bump for McCollum as well to 1.26. So that like really, really makes me intrigued for, yeah, for CJM. What's his price? Uh, we didn't look at. He's 81, uh, I think. He's 75 on Fandle. Yeah, 82 on DraftKings. Mm. Could be a spot to go back. Yeah, it could be for sure. It's Houston. Uh, power forwards. Giannis is probable. Listen, I've talked about this now. How many how many years that Giannis just absolutely obliterates Boston? Every year. Uh, every year. Now, they brought Al Horford back, I think, maybe for this purpose <laughs> to, to defend Giannis. But, I mean, he he. it didn't matter when Horford was a center before. Like, Giannis just right. absolutely annihilates the Boston Celtics. They The Celtics are still... Like one of the worst rebounding teams in the league, opponent opponent rebounding. I think they're allowing. Let's see, I'll pull it up right now. They're allowing the second most rebounds to opponents in basketball this year. It's in Boston, fifty-seven point seven total rebounds per game allowed. Only Minnesota is allowing more rebounds, and Charlotte is below them. If you're looking at that matchup, maybe for the Knicks, Julius Randle could be in for a day. Uh, Giannis is going to go in here, and he's just going to grab like fourteen rebounds. It's what's probably what's going to happen, and he's going to score thirty because we don't we don't stop him. So top spend up at twelve k. He's a top price play. I know you like Jokic a lot, but I just have nightmares of Giannis against Boston here. So for me, he's he's probably my number one guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not look. He did not look good at all against the Knicks, and he still puts up fifty two fantasy points. So. It's hard to disagree with you. You will, but I know it's hard. I mean, not, not necessarily. We'll see. I do like Jokic. That's no secret, but I guess it's going to depend. Like, if we might not even spend up, right? I mean, it's very hard on DraftKings. We do have a lot of good value, and more could open up depending on how Atlanta pans out and stuff. So you could afford Giannis or you could afford Jokic. I think the Giannis matchup is a little better, personally. I mean, Clint Capella is no, no slouch. Right, and that's that's who we're getting for Jokic. So I do like the Giannis matchup. Anthony Davis, as I just mentioned, Minnesota is allowing the most rebounds to their opponents. AD here up against Towns, 45 minutes and 44 minutes. The last couple of games, I know those ones are just a lot of minutes played by him, which sometimes can be. But double digit rebounding, scoring has been there, fantasy production has been there. Uh, as long as he's healthy, AD is always the guy that's in play. Uh, I mentioned Randall, 10-2 seems a little bit much, but uh, this is an elite spot for Randall going up against Charlotte, so yep. I think there's a path to that consideration. After that, where where do you have interest? Do you think DeRozan bounces back in, against Golden State here? No, I don't. I just the 8,500 price tag just doesn't doesn't speak to me. I'd probably Zinger? go to Zinger? Zinger. Zinger's probably where I would start. Good price. He's che- cheapest yep. again. Another guy that's cheapest all season. Coming off 40, coming off a double-double, which he went tw- 22 and 12, and yep. 40 fantasy points, they decrease his price tag. So, yep. yep, yep. So, I think Zinger is definitely a really good price, really good play. Jaron Jackson has been really good, staying out of foul trouble. Uh, also, playing some center when they're taking Steven Adams off the floor. Also, Steven the, the Adams. The blocks like, have been great. 
Good FanDuel Yahoo play, Jaron Jackson. Stephen Adams questionable too, John. So yeah. um, something to keep in mind if they like start Jaron Jackson at center. I don't know if they would. I mean, it's JaVale McGee, so they could. Yeah. Um, Bobby Portis for sure. I think the minute decrease was solely due to the back-to-back because he there's no reason he would have played less than 30, but it was a back-to-back, right? So definitely going back to the well there. That is, if you think that he can get there, right? He's the guy just does things in short, short <laughs> periods every times. Like he yeah. just, so if you, it's a tournament play. What do you make uh, of Keldon? Keldon's been really good. Three straight yeah. games of at least 35 fantasy points. Yeah, and he only had eight actual, and he still goes for 30. If he's going to do stuff like that, then I'm in, right? If he's going to be able to have good games when he's not scoring, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. But we didn't used to get that out of Keldon Jones. Right. So What else we got here? Basley keeps playing over 30. I like it. He's going to get the minutes, 4,900 bucks. If he's going to get the minutes, then I'm going to be interested. Yeah, and it's a bad Kings defense. They got obliterated by the Spurs the other night. So, yeah, give me some Basley for sure. Let's see, anybody else? We can't, Jeff we skip- Green, do, do, do we think Jeff Green plays again? I don't see why he wouldn't. Right. Who's out for Denver? I mean, Michael well, Porter's out. Still yeah. Out, so. So he's going to probably start again. Yeah, we could go there for Jeff. We can go there. I mean, he was really he underwhelming. Been great, but I'm just thinking 3,800. So I think I think the shooting guard value that you'd probably be able to play everywhere is enough for us that we don't need to play Jeff Green. But like as a final piece, I guess it's like it's okay. We skipped Kaminsky too. I don't know if you like have thoughts there, but he went for 31 actually. Yeah. He's good. He He's is, fine. He is 5,200 on Fandle. He has gone in three of the four games that Aiton's missed. He has gone 39, 31, 46 Fandle points. Yeah. It's it's just like... It's really, true. I mean, no, really. but like... The one thing I'll say is that we... There was never a doubt about his ability to score the basketball. Right? I mean, that's he's never not been able to score. He just can't move his feet and do anything else. Right. So, like, they're getting the scoring, which why I like Jared Jackson so much tomorrow and Kyle Anderson and, like, these guys, Frank Kaminsky's going to try to chase around. So, I think what? Also, the Memphis guys. How about that? Brandon Clark, if, if Adam sits, could be in play. The Tillman follow rotation. I mean, Tillman, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play Tillman, but Clark, here. What about Trey Lyles at 3,200 yep. if he yeah. is out? And then the last guy I'll mention, because he started and you pointed him out, Javante Green's mid-price 3K. Yeah, and I think we would... So he definitely lost out because Caruso had a ceiling game the other night and he didn't yep. miss anything. And they took him off the floor. And then it was also a blowout. Like that's a, that 10-point that, that win was a blowout. They just scored at the end of the game, um, and all the starters were out. So, yeah, 3K, I think it's fine. I mean, he even at 3,100, 3, 14 fantasy points, like, really wasn't terrible. So, he hits one more shot, and he's at value. So. Center is Nikola Jokic against Atlanta. He's yeah, 11-7. I'm going, I'm going Jokic, honest. I mean, I already talked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, nah, I was going to say, I figured, you, I figured you would. I mean, he did go for 70 before being ejected from the game against <laughs> Miami. He's, he's had multiple 70 fantasy point games. He's, he's cheaper. 
So I, I see the reasoning, but it's just what do you trust, right? What do you what do you believe between the two guys at the top there? He's averaging uh, sixty fantasy points at home compared to fifty three on the road. Yep. Yep. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. He's come off suspension. Could be angry, you know. Definitely angry. He and his brothers are definitely angry as well. J Val up over nine K again. When, when does it become too much for him? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> the minutes, Sean. We're getting the minutes and we're getting elite production. It's just whatever. Um, I guess it I guess it might become too much if Ingram suits up here. Who we didn't even mention, by the way. But if Ingram he's also eighty six hundred. If Ingram plays, I probably have slightly less interest than I do at this very moment when Ingram is still questionable. Anybody below them haven't I mean we talked about Jared Allen, probably yep, Jared a guy. Allen. Yeah, but Jared I, Allen. I don't really like much here of guys we haven't talked about. A lot of guys we talked about are power forward center eligible, but like for guys that we haven't talked about, I don't know. Nurkic, Nurkic in tournaments, second yeah. leg of a back-to-back, only plays 19 minutes. The two games before that, he played a boatload, 27-22. So I'm going to go back to the well of Nurk. Rashawn Holmes in tournaments as well. Rashawn Holmes has his high ceiling. Again, tournaments only because there is a low floor. There's foul trouble looming as well. But I, th- I do think homes for tournaments. I know, talk, I know you talk a lot about LMA and the lack of minutes, which is true. 22 and 23, the last two games. But 9 of 16, 8 of 13 shooting. So the guy's on the floor and averaging like uh, a half a shot a minute, basically. Almost a shot a minute. 33 and 34 fantasy points. 21 and 8. 19 and 7. Giving you some blocks. 4,100. Is he a dark throw worth considering? Yeah, I guess. I guess I have to give in to the... Like, of the value tier, Yuval McGee has five fouls in 16 minutes, 25 fantasy points, <laughs> right. right? Drew Eubanks, minutes continued to rise for Eubanks, 24, and he goes for 28 fantasy points. And then you have LMA. Like, who of the three... If like, Adams is out, McGee is certainly appealing. If Adams is out, McGee is definitely appealing because we don't like. Do you think that Clark and and Jaron Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Would you rather play? Like I liked McGee better than I like Kaminsky, so it shows you, you know, how much I know. But would you would you play McGee on an eleven game slate if Stephen Adams is out? If I really wanted to start, he's still. Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to punt the position, he's gonna start. He's 100%. We, well, he's going to start, but then they're going to take him out for Kaminsky. So, yeah. like, maybe there's some interest there. I mean, Mitrov could play a bunch of minutes. Um, they just benched the starters. We talked about it. Yeah. Charlotte, right? He, I mean, he had five blocks the other day against Cleveland in 17 minutes. I mean, I don't know. It's, again, not sexy by any stretch of the imagination, but Noel is questionable here. They could they, just thinking value, right? Maybe it is Aldridge just because of the usage rate, right? It might be Aldridge, yeah. The offensively, Aldridge is getting shots when he's on the floor. But we didn't talk about it. But is, do they have to play Isaiah Stewart now with Noah Linick, right? Like forty three hundred. Do the minutes have to be there for him? So if he's on the floor for thirty, you would think, right? You would think that they would actually just let him play thirty minutes. Right. The last time he played thirty minutes was against Philadelphia. He had twenty one fantasy. He had twenty five fantasy points in twenty three minutes against Brooklyn. There fouls, obviously, maybe a little bit of a problem the last couple of games, but the rebounds have been strong. Eight rebounds in fifteen minutes. Nine rebounds in twenty three. Seven and thirty one. Eight and twenty four. 
So the guy gets on the floor and grabs boards. If he gets the shot to drop a little bit more, then he's, he's had some success. He's given you at least a block or a steal in three straight. You know, maybe 4,300 Isaiah Stewart is a little bit more appealing than initially uh, looked at. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I don't um, know what just happened in the yep, Utah. Go, go bear. Uh, I saw it. I just saw it. Gobert and Miles Turner were almost throwing hands, and then Gobert, hell. Donovan Mitchell, and Joe Ingles were all ejected, and Miles Turner was ejected. So yeah, all, all hell is broken loose. <laughs> so interesting. Interesting. Get me, to say. Jordan. Good, good, good spot to end tonight's podcast. Wait, John. No, no, no. Chasing or not, Kavon Looney, forty-one fantasy points. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Okay, just wanted to just wanted to end the podcast with that because I guarantee sticks will be asking you about Kavan Looney tomorrow, or we you will. You know see- what? We didn't. We we missed the biggest. We missed the biggest one. What's the biggest one? Lucigve is out due to COVID. Touche. Tony Touché. Bradley. What am I thinking? So three thousand dollars. Tony so Bradley against Golden State for three thousand dollars. So I've seen I've seen multiple reports. One was that it was Bradley, and then I've seen a lot of reports that think Elise Johnson is going to be the biggest beneficiary. So I guess, unfortunately, John, unfortunately. It's a 10 o'clock game. It's a 10 o'clock game. We are not going to know that answer in all likelihood before lineup block. Well, I'll say this. Put Elise Johnson in, and then if it's Tony Bradley, late swap. You're get what, John? This is why they pay you the big bucks. It really is because Bradley's a hundred dollars cheaper, and one of them's gonna start. If that's the case, play the starter. Yeah, because it's Agreed. a good spot against Golden State. Yep. Agreed. Elise Johnson sucks. <laughs> why not let Tony Bradley play? Like, yeah, Elise Johnson is. I think I think Elise Johnson is pretty good. I mean. He was praised always weird because like he was praised so much by Kevin Durant when he left Brooklyn. Didn't like, Joel Embiid say Tony Bradley's like the best center in the league? Yeah, he said Tony Bradley's gonna lead a team to like a championship. So right. Joel Embiid's also said a lot of things in his He career, has said so. a lot of things. That's <laughs> true. So we'll leave you with that. The valuest of value centers tomorrow are gonna be in Chicago. If you're punting the spot, maybe on FanDuel, I mean on DraftKings rather. Put him in your util because at worst case, you could play Javon DeGreen for $3,000 too, right? So like all of those guys will fit a util as a pun option and you can figure out which one you want to go with, I guess. John, uh, should in we, case they should decide we? to pull, in yeah. case they decide to pull like uh, Feliciano from the clouds or something. Oh, he's still we? on that team, right? I have no, no idea. No, no, he's long gone. I just want to mention this because I think we might have maybe different, different opinions on the situation. Just how he just like blacked out and forgot uh, that he wasn't playing. Uh, 100 minute sample without Nikola Vucevic. DeMar DeRozan this year, John, has a 40% usage rate and averages 1.46 fantasy points per minute. Zach Levine in 26 minutes, obviously smaller sample, 44% usage rate. <laughs> 1.58 fantasy points per minute. Well, I was, uh, was going to say you could run it back to last year with Levine and Vucevic and see what it looked like, but 
Look, Levine, yeah, I'll do that right now. Let's, what are, and what are their prices? Yeah, we talked. So we, we have Levine on DraftKings is priced out at 8K and DeRozan's priced out at 85 against Golden State. Gee. So. Which one yeah. gets Wiggins, Levine or DeRozan? Probably Levine based on like how their rotation is kind of working. Last year, Levine, 35% usage, 1.2 fancy points per minute without Bush. So obviously DeRozan's not there to contend for touches, right. but I mean. Kobe White was there. Markinen was there. So there were definitely high usage players there. No, it's a good point by you. So something to think about as you're doing the playbook, the value vault, I think, believe is being done. I made the schedule. I should know these things. So but we'll be back with all of the content for you on Friday. You're listening to this now. So uh, use it as your initial prep work. Uh, you can enjoy the ramblings that we've just had for the last five minutes, about $3,000 value <laughs> plays, because you're going to need it on a slate like this. You fit Javon Day Green. You fit the Tony Bradley, two $3,000 players, and then you fit Giannis at power and Westbrook at point guard, and you're good to go, right? Or you're playing Giannis and Jokic. Our well, two favorite spendups. Yeah, you can. Well, you can, I guess, because then, yeah, I get it. Center, util spot, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we want to we leave those spots open. So yeah, 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 I got you. You know, just to, uh, you know, just trying to throw it out there, the masses to, uh, you know, at least pay attention to it and, and have an understanding. But if you did want to do the Westbrook Giannis with the two 3K players, you have 5,200 player after that. So get after it, get after it strongly. But for now, we'll touch you guys later. Good luck and hit us up in Discord.